I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. The, the universe doesn't care what vibe you're in, it's just matching it. Yeah, it's just responding. It's not judging. Yeah. That's the thing that, that we really need to get to is that the universe is not a judgmental entity. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I'm here Hi, with frequent guest, Matt Garden. Hey, Matt. Hi, everyone. I should introduce you as Taya Master. <laughs> Everybody laughs at the Taya Master thing. Like we have robes and. Yeah, I should do some kung fu. Yeah. Well, I always joke that the, the, the first rule of mastery is that you're never going to master Taya. It's a practice. You're not going to master it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I call it mastery anyway. So it is what it is. True. But I have to tell you, my um, intention today for our podcast was to talk about magical moments. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And when we did the uh, spiral training, and again, if you haven't gone to our spiral training, go to our YouTube channel. The spiral training is on there, a numeric spiral training. That's about a 21 minute training, but it's really, really, really uh, impactful because it gives you a numeric value for where you are vibrationally in the moment and in your life in general. And it, uh, and we sort of describe what that numeric value, how it reveals itself in your life. So uh, above positive five is positive 10 on the vibrational spiral. And we labeled it magical moments. And above magical moments is, is sort of manifesting with ease and, and things like that. Uh, at the very top of your spiral, positive 20 is just, you are completely blissed out in source connection. You don't care about manifesting anything because you're just so blissed out and you're now exactly as, as you are. That's the top of your spiral. That's the highest vibration. The highest vibration isn't crushing life. It isn't Lamborghinis and yachts and you know the, the hottest partner and all that stuff that we like to talk about all the time. The highest vibration is is so blissed out in source that you just appreciate all that is and need nothing. Yeah. yeah. But I've spent a lot of time up there and I like spending time up there. I've spent a lot of time manifesting desires, but my favorite vibration, and it's it's coming on stronger lately because I'm sort of allowing myself to sort of come back down from positive 20, 15 to like a positive 10 where I really want to be because you can't stay up in that 20 space all the time anyway, mm. is the, are these magical moments. And <laughs> it may sound silly, but I'm really loving the, the silly little magical moments that I'm able to manifest, just keep me pumped up in joy. Yeah. And, and the, the, the simplest little things, and I, I'll give you some examples in just the, the last few hours, I have some really good examples of this. So I started talking about magical moments yesterday uh, in our team meeting Mm -hmm. Uh, and then i get off the team meeting and i'm sitting um probably at lunch or something i I think i was sitting having coffee and i was um looking at my phone scrolling like instagram or something and i was thinking that i wanted to add we're remodeling you know our outdoor area right now and we have an outdoor kitchen Mm -hmm. and i was thinking that i want to add some more lighting to this outdoor kitchen area but our outdoor kitchen is completely open. There's no walls. There's no ceiling. So there's not. Um... <laughs> we just both cleared our throats at the same time. <laughs> Did we? <Magic. laughs> um, that uh, there's not a lot of opportunity. So I need some sort of pole mounted lighting. Mm-hmm. And oh, there on Instagram pops up pole mounted outdoor lighting. Like an ad. Mm-hmm. 
And we, we all joke about how Facebook and Instagram read our minds and, you know, things get into that algorithm. And if we look shop for something and I know how, um, what's the tracking call that you, um, pixel, I know how pixels work. I understand that if you, you know, if you go to a website and there's a pixel there, you're then going to be tracked and you're going to be shown ads for those items all over the place. We all experience that. And that's an algorithm, but this was not something that I searched for at all online. It's literally something that I thought of and it popped up on my Instagram. I didn't talk about it. You know, uh, Siri or Alexa weren't listening in on me talking about it and showing me this. Literally, it was in my mind and boom, it popped up. And it got me to thinking, is, is that a manifestation or is that something with the algorithm that's so damn intelligent that it that it knows or, or are we now blurring the lines between your thought vibration and an algorithm. Mm-hmm. So that was the first little thing. And okay, you were thinking about it. You're on social media. That could be explained. That happens to everyone. Not, so, not such a big deal. But I thought it was kind of a big deal. And I kind of celebrated it. And we all know that when you kind of give something power, you're going to get more of it. So I was celebrating the whole thing with the lamppost, not just writing it off as algorithm or whatever, you know, really getting into the, the vibration of, of that magic. And I have something going on this week. I'm having a prosthetic tooth uh, implanted mm. this week. I have a missing tooth at the back of my mouth. I had a tooth pulled right before COVID. It was actually February before COVID hit. And because of COVID, I couldn't get the tooth replaced. You have to wait like six months to get a tooth, a prosthetic tooth anyway. And it was right in the middle of COVID when all that happened. And I kind of just forgot about it and learned to live with it. And finally, I'm getting around to getting it done. And I'm hearing from everyone how horribly painful it's going to be. <laughs> and it's going to knock me out of commission for a week. I don't know. I'm not really worrying about it. It's just, it's going to be whatever the experience is. But I'm aware that I'm not going to be able to eat solid food after they've drilled a screw into my skull for a few days. Ooh. I'm probably going to want to have uh, that pureed soup, right? Well, I love to cook and I like good food and I don't want to eat soup out of a box. Mm-hmm. So I went and ordered uh, ingredients to make two soups for myself, like before I go into surgery so that I'll have them ready because I don't want anyone else cooking for me in this household. So I'll have something that somebody can heat up and bring me or I can heat up for myself if I'm not doing so bad. Anyway, so I'm thinking about these soups and I wanted to do potato leek soup and carrot soup. And I go on YouTube last night. I've already thought about it. I've already ordered the ingredients and this is not algorithm. One of my favorite uh, YouTube chefs that I watch, I watch cooking stuff on YouTube all the time and his name is Brian Langerstrom, I think mm-hmm. I'm saying that right. Uh, I love the way he cooks. He goes crazy. Like if he makes a hamburger, he's going to make the bun from scratch yeah, wow. and make the wow. best quality hamburger you've ever seen in your life. So I love watching him. I don't really make his stuff because it's so complex sometimes, yeah. uh, but I love watching him do it anyway. So I order all this stuff for soups. I go on YouTube and yesterday on his YouTube, within just a few hours, he uploads a video on how to make potato leek soup and how to make like butternut squash soup, which is kind of the same process as carrot soup. So I'm like, okay, that's getting a little crazy because that's not an algorithm showing me an ad that's preloaded. That's a dude putting up an instructional video on exactly the thing I wanted to make the same day I decided I wanted to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah, yeah, that, that, is. that is. So the other crazy thing, and we've already chatted about this because I was, I was a little surprised and entertained that we sign on here today to um, to do this podcast 
and I've got this color in my mind. I saw it the other day and I thought, wow, I haven't thought about that color in a long time. And I've just, I was thinking about um, when we remodeled the inside of the house, the whole inside of the house is one color. The whole inside of our house is Navajo white, which you see on the walls here right now. Yeah, yeah. And the powder room, I wanted it to be darker. And we were going to do wallpaper and we couldn't decide on a wallpaper. And I decided on something totally different and decided that, hey, I love this deep red color that I'm starting to see everywhere. And I want to put that in the powder room. And mm -hmm. so I'm Googling colors and I Google, for those of you on YouTube, you can see, I you know, Google this kind of claret uh, or port wine color, it's called sometimes. That's the color I wanted it to uh, paint in the powder room. I jump on Zoom here with Matt to do the podcast today and you're wearing the color. Ta-da! Ta-da! And it definitely was not scripted. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, <laughs> not yeah, yeah. all the algorithm, right? I no, mean, no, I know no, this yeah. sounds silly. People are thinking, I want more money. I want better health. I want a better relationship. Yeah, we're all about manifesting all kinds of things, but don't gloss over the little bits of magic that you can make happen. I know you get this stuff all the time too. Oh yeah, and that's you know that it's so important if you want to manifest big stuff to start with little stuff, you know, and to start being grateful and gracious and appreciative of all the smallest things. Oh, I got green lights today on the way to work, or oh, I found a park just outside where I needed to go, or. Oh, someone, you know, um, paid it forward and I was the next person in line and I got a free coffee. Like all those tiny little things build that momentum and you can't manifest your dream job if all you're thinking about is how you don't have your dream job. You manifest your dream job or your significant other or a, a big windfall by being appreciative about how wonderful life is and how everything is working in your favor by just noticing all the little things. You know, this is yeah. a thing. I'm, I'm and letting every on. day just be a collection of magical moments, yeah. which is so fun and so cool yeah. Yeah. and bring such joy, the little things. But we, again, you know, I'm going to use the M word now. We, 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 we operate in this matrix that tells us that the only things that have value are things that pay dividends and things that, you know, have like a cash value yeah. attached to them or some big win. But you never, you're right, you never get to the big win if you don't learn to, to, to really celebrate the little manifestations and get your, yourself in that, that zone of just expecting magical things and not needing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's easier to do, it's easier to, you, you need to kind of train yourself to feel that way, right? It's easier to do when you're being appreciative of smaller stuff. You know, one of the hacks I use a lot is, and you can see this kind of um, list, it's called an evidence file. And whenever you have one of these little things, David, I just jot it down in my evidence file. And then I know it's kind of a record of, of great little tiny little things that are happening and it keeps the momentum going. So is that, that's your, um, my terminology that I use these days is return to trust. So that's your return to trust. Exactly, exactly. That returns you to trust when you remind yourself of all of the evidence that you've had of how, how brilliantly all this works. Exactly. And I want to get really, really tight on this. So I'm doing it for October and I'm trying to find or note down, sorry, not trying. I am noting down three or four magical things that happen every day, you know, and so it keeps me on the lookout for them and, and appreciative of them. And everything's kind of you know, steamrolling into, into place. So it's a man, magical manifestation journal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. It. And, and, and where it's brilliant is if you're feeling down or if you're feeling like it's not working, go back and read your journal. 
And mm -hmm. remember that, that manifesting these little magical things is the same process as manifesting anything. Yeah. But the reason that it comes so easily is because we're not sitting thinking, gosh, if I only had, if Matt only showed up in a red shirt today, I would be so happy. <laughs> yeah. My life would be complete if Matt wore a red shirt. You know, we don't, we're not putting pressure on this stuff. Yeah. It's just it's so sort of a, wouldn't it be nice vibration that's, that's present that just causes little magical things to just line up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's something that's been happening for me recently in October is, is whenever I meditate, I get a very strong sensation, voice, you know, feeling of just get out of your own way. You know, the, 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 the reason you're not manifesting the big stuff you want is because you want it so much and you're stopping the universe from delivering it for you. Well, and you're, you're perhaps you're, you're right. You're doing work for it. Yeah. Meaning you're, you're trying to work it into being vibrationally yeah. and it's not about working it into being, in fact, you're better off not trying to work it into being setting an intention, letting it go and making yeah. your work, paying attention to your vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I think that's, that's, that's the key. Look, look at, you know, when in all those examples, you were feeling happy and carefree and relaxed and joyous. So boom, they, they just appear. They just yeah, I was making my uh, pending dental surgery about what I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you were doing it in a positive. No, of course I was. I wasn't sitting worrying about the surgery. I was sitting thinking, gosh, I'm going to eat something good while I'm recovering from this. What can I make for myself? And you're, I was in a very high vibration. You're right. Yeah. I just yeah. think it's so me to, to attach, you know, what am I going to eat around? The... <laughs> That's crazy. And and it can be a, it can be a whole bunch of stuff, you know, um, uh, I, I got some surprise money back from from some stuff I'd done with with my daughter's um, uh, some dental insurance thing, completely out of the blue. Um, I'm, I'm 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 traveling next week, kind of spontaneously, and and that's all fallen into place perfectly. It's just you just need to kind of um, appreciate the small things. That's really the magic of it, because in that appreciation, that gets your vibe up, and that gets it up to 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 you know 5 10 15 and that's where everything starts to to come to you you know once you understand that the 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 universe works by attraction if you are in a positive happy state of mind guess what sort of things you're going to attract positive happy ones you know oh you're so lucky yes i am yeah i am Thank you. I believe I'm lucky. And so guess what happens? I get lucky stuff. Oh, nothing ever works out for you. Yes, it doesn't. Guess what happens? Nothing ever works out for you. Why? Because that's the vibe you're in. That's right. That's absolutely you know, right. The, the universe doesn't care what vibe you're in. It's just matching it. Yeah. It's just responding. It's not judging. Yeah. That's the thing that, that we really need to get to is that the universe is not a judgmental entity. The universe is not saying, and this is because humanity seems to think in terms of blessed and cursed. Mm. lucky unlucky privileged and unprivileged and Believe. what it is 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 responding to a vibration yes you can be born into a set of circumstances and absorb uh, a lackful vibration that's around you and have that be your experience until you finally decide it's not going to be but it really is a choice yeah. it really oh, is a choice everything is really a choice our, our whole life is just a series of things that we manifest and how we choose to respond to it that's yeah. our whole life. And the whole David, thing is that. You, you and I both know, and every listener knows, somebody who is wealthy, successful, has made it, and they're completely 
completely miserable. Oh yeah. And on paper, but you've got everything. You got the wives. You got the car. You got the thing. You got the thing. And because it's all—I don't know if we can swear here—but it's all bullshit, you know. Yeah. And people ch people chase those things, thinking it's going to make them happy. And nothing physical is going to make you happy if you're not happy inside. Nothing. Yeah, I, I talk about that all the time, and that's yeah. why none of this is about you know come come learn this Taya practice and learn how to manifest dollars and, and, and specific things like that. It the focus really is on the joy, clarity, and then the abundance that follows that. That joy, clarity, and abundance, those things line up that way in order for a reason. Yeah. That's our three things, you know, joy, clarity, and abundance. You, if you learn to manage your vibration and, and learn uh, in opposition of what the, the matrix teaches, that you can be in joy anywhere vibrationally. Meaning yeah. you can be down your spiral and learn, teach yourself to meet those low vibration conditions and joy and appreciation. Yeah. The matrix tells you you're not supposed to do that, but yeah. that's exactly what prolongs that vibration. Yeah. So we want to move out of that matrix of fear and judgment and move into the, the appreciation of obstacles, which solves them. Yeah. And, and guess, guess what happens if, if, if you're kept at a minus five vibration, then you're worried about your job. So you don't leave. You're worried about your mortgage, so you keep paying it. You're worried about everything going wrong, so you keep being stressed about where stuff is. You're looking for distraction because you're unhappy, so you spend stuff that's useless and worthless, and you just stay in that cycle of constant, uh, uh, constant frustration and constantly never being fulfilled. Exactly. And, and you're much it, it, you're, and you're right. It's because you think that some material thing or status of, of wealth or, you know, something external is going to make up for your lack of allowing of your source connection, which is your yeah. source being is what I really call it, yeah. because it's always there. Your ego just overshadows it. And if your ego is in the driver's seat and, and sources in the back seat, where your ego is driving you toward more, more physical, more 3D, uh, material things. You, we need more of this. We need more money, better health, better looks, you know, quote unquote, better people around us. Uh, we need to, to uh, elevate our status because that's all ego driven stuff. And that, and enough of that's finally going to bring some relief of the suffering that you're in, mm. but it doesn't because the suffering still continues and you just man every, because everything that we manifest is manifested in duality, meaning every single thing that we manifest is going to have a positive aspect and a negative or unwanted aspect to it. Everything. We're in a polarized environment. So everything is going to have that. So every positive thing that we manifest is going to eventually reveal a challenge or it's going to completely go south for us. Because if we start focusing on the challenge and judging the challenge and saying, gosh, I wanted this thing. Uh, I wanted a, a bigger home. And I wanted it so bad. And then I got it. And then I realized, gosh, you know, bigger home, bigger bills, more maintenance, more uh, people coming to do different things to maintain it, uh, more higher taxes. And all of that's true. It's <laughs> someone that just moved into a bigger home. I can tell you that. But if you focus on that, then that, that's going to become the reality of the home. And then suddenly you're not enjoying the bigger home because you're so focused on the negative aspects of it. And then all of a sudden the universe is going to start delivering you more negative. Yeah, this is going to break and that's going to break. And this is going to cost you more. And then you're just going to go down that rabbit hole. Eventually you're going to say, gosh, I wish I'd never manifested this. This is terrible. I've got to get out of this. 
because because you weren't you weren't you weren't aligned with what you really wanted and what you really wanted was a sense of security a sense of worthiness and a sense of freedom and you thought a big house would get you that well it won't it'll just put miserable you in a bigger room yeah yeah so you have to remember to appreciate to walk around the big house and appreciation of what you've manifested and appreciation of the people that you uh, you know, co-create with and, and maintaining it and appreciation that you can, uh, you know, provide commerce and that you have these great people coming to, to help you do things with it. And that you've got this opportunity to create this beautiful space and you've got an opportunity to share and entertain. And you've got to always focus back on the positive stuff because you'll go down the rabbit hole real quick of anything negative. But the interesting thing is, is that I have seen time and time again, that positive is more powerful than negative. The matrix teaches us exactly the opposite because the matrix works in reverse of universal law. So the matrix is always teaching you that, Oh no, you need to be scared of X, Y, Z. This, this thing is going to come for you. But if you don't give it any power, then it, 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 it essentially just goes away. Yeah. Any of these fear-based things that you think are going to destroy you in the matrix or, or harm you in some way, they only have the power that you give to them. Yeah. And, and I think it's important. I think it's important to state here that the matrix isn't a thing, right? It's not a place. It's not like a postcode. It's this general sense of uh, um, societal norms in a way, right? Yeah, it's, it's a vibration common, that humanity yeah. has created for itself. Yeah, It's the common thinking of the day. Get a haircut, get a job, um, marry somebody of the opposite sex, have two kids, get a mortgage you can't afford, right? That's the matrix in Australia, right? That's it. Um, and, and maybe in Australia at the moment, it's get a job in construction because you can get more money there and you can have a better house, right? Yeah. That's it. But people... Yeah, well, I, I think that, that nothing signals, it's funny that you, you talked about getting a haircut and all these things. I had a meeting uh, with Katarina. Yes, sorry, David. Uh, I had a meeting with uh, Katarina, my yeah. uh, editor, the editor on the first book, and she's now yeah. my, my co-author on the new book. Yeah. And she has moved herself in her Taya practice. She, because when I met her, she was very sort of mainstream. She was mm -hmm. doing a lot of ghost writing and she was very, you know, sort of suited and buttoned up. And, uh, you know, she's, she's highly educated and, and highly skilled and can present oh, yeah, herself in a very polished way. Yeah. But I have watched her over the last four years deconstruct all of that polish and really take herself out of the matrix and, and really do some, some somewhat permanent things to her appearance. That yeah, guarantee you she's not going tattoo? Back. He's got a neck tattoo. Wow. That's he's awesome. got this. I met with I'm like, what, you, you've got something different. She's just talking to me like it's, you know, nothing. It's been a few months because she's been editing. I rewrote the book and she's been editing the whole thing and we have not seen her. She mm. said, every moment that I have free, I'm working on editing. I don't want to show up to meetings. I said, fine, you go edit the book. Uh, I'll stay out of it. And then when you're done editing, I'll jump back in and we'll, we'll move to the next step of publishing. So I met, met with her yesterday. Not, she has neck tattoo, neck tattoos that come up and swirl even up under her ears. It's like, it's almost on her face. Wow. And then she's got, she's always had the nose ring, uh, which is very mainstream these days. But now she has these implants in her cheeks. There's probably some other name for them, but they're, they're studs that are in her cheeks, kind of where dimples would go. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm just like, you have really moved yourself out of the matrix because you are so unemployable with yeah. that appearance in most places depending on where you know if you're going to work at one of the dispensaries maybe you're fine but yeah but but how's her business going right oh yeah she's doing great she's loving life you know she's jumping out of airplanes and she's editing books and, and doing her yeah. writing 
Uh, because because she's, she's aligned with the vibration she wants, and that's a vibration of freedom, that's a vibration of expression, that's a vibration of doing work that inspires her, and so that's what she's getting. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's doing great. She's absolutely doing great. And I'm, I'm very inspired by her. I just love that she's just doing her. She's doing what she wants to do. And I, I was just really impressed that while you've moved so far out of the matrix that you are expressing yourself the way that you want to do it without any concern that, that so many people, oh, you could have a visible tattoo. Uh, you know, what if you had to go to work for a publishing house or, you know, some of that stuff? And she just has zero interest in that. And I, I so love that. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's working for her, right? But the people with who live in little boxes with white picket fences and, and you know, two cars in the driveway would find that deeply shocking because that they are in the in the, the the accepted norms of society, which is what we're calling the matrix. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I, I think I look pretty mainstream. I you know, I, I don't have I have one tattoo that says Taya. I'm not a piercing person. You know, I kind of dress like a 50 something year old guy at this point, uh, but that's just how I want to be. That's just how I am. Uh, but I definitely think that there are people that are so bound up and judgmental of anyone that steps outside the matrix. And I see that. And although I don't think it's a good thing to judge anyone's experience, including someone who is so steeped in the matrix, I just look at that and think, gosh, it's got to be so uncomfortable there to be so highly judgmental of other people that I, I know that that vibration carries forward into self-judgment and that creates a lot of suffering. Yeah. And it's not my place to save anyone from their human experience. The stream has been very clear about that. It's no one is, is placed on this planet uh, or places themselves on this planet to save humanity from itself or to save other people from their experience. It's all an individual journey and you can't yeah. You can't save someone else from their experience unless they give you the power to do it, which is fine, yeah. but that doesn't happen that often. Yeah. And look, I mean, I, I just got them taken off yesterday, but normally I've got my nails painted and you, you can't imagine how it freaks people out that I've got my nails painted, you know, especially at, at work and stuff. I've got some clients who are just like, you know. Yeah, but you're one of those weird it? creative types that people actually. Um, yeah. Because I used to work on the, in the corporate world, and, and when, whenever we would meet someone that was kind of eccentric, they were always in some sort of a career, you know, advertising people and things like that. Yeah. And then, of course, when they would leave the room, that's when everybody would, you know, say, oh, my God, did you see that? Well, you know, those crazy creative types. And yeah. I always remember sitting there thinking, I would much rather hang out with the crazy creative types than the boring, uh, buttoned up in the suit, uptight people. They're no fun. They are no fun. They're no fun at all. You know, the, the fun people are the, are the crazy weirdos of the world. Yeah. Much yeah, more fun, we, much more interesting. Yeah. Boys, paint your nails. You'll have more fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's so true. I mean, we, you know, I've got a small uh, a web studio and we, we do mainly creative work. And we, we all sit around a big table and um, we just laugh all day long. You know, there is such a good vibe there and we work hard, but we just have fun doing it. There's just no drama. And during the lockdown at COVID, when everyone was at home and working with their partners and stuff, all the partners would like every one of them was like, do you guys ever work? You're always laughing. And it's like, yeah, we work hard. We just do it happily. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, yeah. When I was living in San Francisco and uh, looking for a big part of my when I was in corporate, a big part of my job was touring new locations for the company that I work for. And so I looked at a lot of real estate and I remember going to the Bay Area uh, and this happened in Seattle as well, and going into some of these office spaces and even retail spaces and seeing how the tech industry 
operates an office so differently than everyone else. They have yeah. ping pong tables. One place had a half pipe for skateboarding. <laughs> uh, you know, they had a, they, they, they put a lot of uh, space and focus on things that were fun. Mm -hmm. They wanted their people to enjoy coming to work and have a, what a crazy idea. Yeah. yeah there's so many places that I, I have, uh, the company that I work for, especially go to the corporate office and gosh, it was just like this, sad you know series of gray cubicles and i would always get lost in the corporate headquarters because every office looked exactly the same no windows anywhere the whole building was a giant box set in a somewhat pretty setting with trees and stuff around it no windows it was built in the 70s why do they need windows they don't need windows they need to work you know that sort of thing. that was it right get a good job in a big in a big corporation wear your polyester suit sit there that's what the matrix expects of you that's how you be successful and everyone was dying inside yeah but that's mm -hmm. the, the, the matrix was at its peak at that yeah. time that, that 50s yeah. 60s 70s you know peak the matrix. matrix had peaked and of course the 60s showed us some people that were sort of wanting to spin out of it in the 70s and then the matrix sort of came back in the 80s and 90s and like drew people back in oh here's something to be afraid of you know, here's some fear-based things that you need to focus on because we don't want you leaving the matrix, get back in here. Yeah. And I see that happening now. I think COVID was an example of that. You know, here's a mass consciousness fear mechanism to, and I understand that there was an illness behind it and that people were really ill and people really died. I get that. I'm talking about the vibration of mm. it. Mm. You know, the, the vibration of it was here is an experience for humanity that is, is, is a ma mass manifestation to draw you back into a fear narrative. And then, it, you know, the, the COVID thing, the, every vibration loses its momentum and dies off, right? Mm -hmm. But something else is going to come and take its place. So we went right from COVID, the monkeypox thing never really took off on a mainstream way, the way that COVID did. And then suddenly it's, uh, you know, war and Russia and the nuclear threat and all of this sort of thing. And I saw this really interesting TikTok uh, the other day where, oh gosh, I should have shared it with you. Uh, this woman was talking about how there will be, there will never be a nuclear war. This is her opinion. There will never be a nuclear war because the banks fund the wars and the banks want wars. Basically, they want to fund the winning party of the war that's going to go in and take over and monetize whatever they take over. That's the purpose of war, really. And the bank is never going to fund a war where you're destroying the thing instead of taking it over. Yeah, so yeah, mass yeah. destruction. Yeah. And I, you know, I never thought about that. And I just thought that was such a cool op mind opening thing to, to listen to that. Wow. That's where, you know, we could have a nuclear war tomorrow. Who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. But to, to hear that perspective question. was really interesting. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about, uh, more about magic and less about nuclear holocaust. We'll be right back. <laughs> Matt Garden. If you're interested in making the Taya practice your new way of life, listen to what a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. And I know that this Taya is growing and expanding because this is what people really do need today is to really get down to the bottom and stop dancing around trying to manifest and you know like the smaller stuff when it really comes down to what your soul really desires it's not it's not about the money 
but knowing that when you're able to get into that energy flow, you can manifest it. So it is having that courage to take those steps to, for yourself. They transform their lives with a new operating system, and so can you. Click the link in the show notes and book your free, no obligation, Taya Bootcamp discovery session today. Now back to the show. And we're back with Matt Garden. So we were talking earlier about the, the process of manifesting magic. Yeah. And we talk about, it's almost like a tagline for the stream these days, joy, clarity, and abundance. Mm. It's not just a tagline though. No. It's, it's an ordering of things that they are guiding us to. And again, there's no rules from the stream. There's no rules in tie. You don't have to do any of this, but it's making it clear that manifesting the authentic joy comes first and in manifesting the authentic joy, which is, is always going to raise your vibration because source is joy. Then you're going to have the clarity of source. Yes. And, and in that clarity, you don't need, you're not afraid. You're not in the, that fear and judgment matrix. And then when you're out of the fear and judgment matrix and you're just in a state of joy, the abundance flows naturally from that space. Yeah. That's why we say joy, clarity, and abundance. Yeah. And, and, and it's what we were talking about today. Get your vibe up past five, past 10. You know, stay in that zone where you're happy. Start appreciating the little things. That's a really good way to get joy. Be clear about what you want. Have your clarity. Set your intention. And then sit back for the abundance. You know, if you're doing the first two, the third is guaranteed. Exactly. Because it's not about affirmations. I mean, affirmations are fine if you believe them and they, they raise your vibration. That's joy. But it's not about that. It's not about speaking something into reality or willing it into reality or wishing it or needing it or wanting it. And very often those vibrations become counterproductive because they activate the vibration of it's not here. I really want it. I really need it. And again, the universe is not judgmental. So the universe is agreeing. Yes, you really want it. You really need it. Yes, you're really suffering more. Here's more. Yeah. And this can happen to everyone. You know, I mean, don't please don't think that simply because we're advanced practitioners or masters that um, it doesn't happen to us. You know, I, I had a period December, January, where I was very much frustrated that stuff wasn't going my way. And so guess what happened? I got, I got more frustration and I got more, you know, s slowing down and lag because I was in that, I want this to happen. I need this to happen. So it is, it is a constant, it is a constant practice that, that you will need to do for the, for the rest of your life, really, if you want to. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, is that the, the spin out, you just described the spin out. You had a spin yeah. out time. Yeah. The spin out is a key component of the practice. Mm. Uh, mm. I was doing a live the other night and I was channeling and I, David Rude, who's a, a recent graduate of uh, what we then call bootcamp, we now call the Thai experience. Uh, he was on saying, oh, I fall out of practice. I, I went down my spiral of the day and, and, and fell out of my practice for a couple of days. You didn't fall out of your practice. Going down your spiral and having a spin out and having a disconnected experience, whether it's an hour, a day, a week, a month or a year, even that really is part of the practice because it's the practice is about returning to the practice. The practice is about you're not going to be perfect at it. 
you're going to go down your spiral, you're going to fall off the wagon, so to speak. And then you're going to see the value in the spin out ultimately, because if nothing else, if you don't do any work to take your vibration back up, polarity will take your vibration back up. There's always a brighter day around the corner. Always, always, always. That's why we never have to give up. We never have to end our lives or do any of those things because even in our darkest moments, we're just a being of that vibration in that moment. And polarity is going to take us back up. We cannot stay at the top of our spiral all the time and never come down. We can't. And we cannot stay at the bottom and never come down. We can't. We, we end up meeting our demise uh, from physical if we try to maintain a totally at the top of the spiral or totally at the bottom of the spiral vibration. We're, we're not static beings. We're vibrational. So, so polarity yeah, is going to move you. And, and vibration by definition is movement, right? So you, it's, it's either this or it's this, but it's always a movement. So you're either doing little movements. Yeah, and for those of you that are listening, he's making little hand gestures now. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Remember sorry, thousands sorry. and thousands of people listen and a handful of people watching on YouTube. So. Well, imagine a radio signal, right? It's not a straight line. Even a laser is not a straight line. It's a, it's a tiny little vibration up and down and there's an up and down movement. And that's, that's where we are too. So if you... If you go down, you will come up. And if you go up, you will come down. That's the, it's the yeah. balance. Always. Of the if nothing else, when you're down your spiral in that <clears throat> you know, negative 15, negative 20 despair space, trying to create something, some sort of a, a device where you remember that, oh, I'm just ETS. I'm just down the spiral. I am, I'm just down here in this muck and this too shall pass. Yeah. Sometimes it's the very best you're going to do when you're down there is this too shall pass, yeah. reminding yourself that this too shall pass, and then getting the tools together, then going and doing some sort of a low thought activity to just break that, that severe DTS despair feeling because you don't have to stay down there. Yeah. Polarity can take you out of it. A little bit of breath work, a little bit of appreciation will start to give you some relief and that relief can build momentum and take you right back up your spiral every single mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So let's wrap up and uh, let's let's jump over on Patreon uh, to our expanded podcast. I want to go a little deeper into these tools and a little deeper into manifesting magic over there. So join us over on Patreon, the Stream of David community on Patreon. There'll, there'll be some tips and tricks on how to start uh, manifesting magic in your life. So we'll see you over there. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Matt. Bye, guys. Thank you. Namaste. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.